You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome back to the penultimate episode of the Thunderquack podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. I, you know, it's early on Patreon on Tuesdays for uh, cool people like our Patreon producers, Brian Murowski and JJ Samuel. Um, and then the rest of you, uh, normal human beings, uh, get it on Fridays on podcast services across the galaxy. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And I'm your other host, Amanda Conkin. Uh, this is, and this is normies. our last, I love it. this, yeah, the normies, uh, <laughs> this is our, I used to use the term muggles, right? Like that used oh, to be the thing. Yeah. It's like, Oh, it's funny to call people muggles. Because we're all just muggles, because wizards aren't real. Sorry, I hate to break your heart. But now we can't do that anymore at all on account of J.K. Rowling being an absolute uh, trash fire of a human being. So, um, but everybody already knows that. So, yeah, so I just say normies. But this is our final regular episode. Is it? Oh, yeah, because... Because technically next week, or like the, the last one is like a sort of a weird special Star Wars or no yeah. Disneyland. It'll uh, it'll be our Disneyland fun. celebration. Something fun. Yada yada yeah. yada. Yeah. So um, yeah, this is our last sort of just let's let's podcast Mike and I talking about some random nonsense on the internet. Yeah. And it's in great. and in classic Thunderquack fashion. And I will say in in a move that absolutely justifies why this show is ending and a new <laughs> show is beginning. We have no topic this week. <laughs> we we talked for 40 minutes about other stuff that maybe would have been a good episode, but you have to now pay $10 for that. And the free part is us being like, we don't have a topic this week. Um, but I mean, like we do have a topic because we're going to Star Wars Celebration at the end of the month. And so we get to uh, talk about that. yeah, and Star we Wars Day was was uh, uh, two days ago. So let's uh uh, I mean, we can just talk about Star Wars, right? Uh, it's, it, it, it's not hard. We normally do, so it's sort it's, of like yeah. It, it is, yeah. It's it is. Uh, it's it's a byproduct of of podcasting <laughs> with me particularly, but but with putting the two of us together for sure. It's like whatever topic it is, somehow we will find a way to relate it back to Star Wars. Um, either by by reminding everybody that the prequels actually are pretty good, or uh, if we don't do that, then we then we definitely hit on the fact that the Rise of Skywalker is not a good film. Um, it's <laughs> it's one of those two things I've noticed. It's like it's either us going like, "Wow, George Lucas really was prescient with the way that you know the whole uh, corruption of the government, and uh, this is how liberty dies, and all of that sort of thing." Um, uh, it's either that or or this thing was bad just like you remember how the rise of skywalker was bad or or this thing was good which is what they totally should have done in the rise of skywalker except they didn't because that movie is really bad 
So, um, so I've said to, both of I've said both of those things now. So we don't have to say them. We don't. We don't have to. We don't have to say them. I will say that I, I think one of our ultimate favorite, at least my ultimate favorite, Thunderquack podcast, the one where we rate hot boys, uh, yeah. definitely came out of a Star Wars conversation as well. I think because we were talking about Hayden Christensen. And I think that it just evolved. And, it, and so Adam just, Driver, right? Like, and I, Adam, I, I yeah. think, yeah. 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 There was just, it, no, it wound up being about Hayden Christensen through Rachel, Rachel Bilson, and then it wound up being about Adam Oh, Brody. yeah. And then it went so, to Adam Brody, and yeah. then you were all like, uh, what's his face? Uh, Chuck uh, Bass. Chuck Bass. I was, I was like, <laughs> Clive. I don't know. Because uh, <laughs> he, he looks more like a Clive than he a He does Chuck. look like a Clive. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a real was, Clive. But it, it wound up being, I think, one of my favorite episodes of Thunderquack. So I feel like I, we can maybe just yeah. reminisce back through our episodes of Thunderquack. I do <laughs> think go. that that is absolutely our best episode. I think I think if we if we could have captured that energy every week, here's the thing. I think what we what we need if we were gonna keep doing this show is that we need two more people. Right. Oh, it it yes, can't just yes. be you and I, because the odds of you and I both having that energy every week or even every other week is yeah. is very low. Right. Yeah. That, that we're yeah. that we're both going to bring that energy. But if there are four of us. Then the I think are, that yeah. the odds are, are much higher that somebody's coming with that chaotic. <laughs> what do you mean you think that Chuck Bass is more attractive than Adrian Brody um, <laughs> sort of attitude, right? Like, like I, I, that's what I say. Like with, with other podcasts that I listen to that, that are similar in format. Like I think about the kind of funny podcast, which is, I mean, honestly what this one is sort of even modeled after in a way. Um, Cause that, that's that just them coming together and having a conversation every week. Um, somebody usually almost always every once in a while they have like more low-key episodes but almost always somebody comes in with the uh the the fire starter energy <laughs> of like oh i just want to watch the world burn today right like i'm just gonna is, is that oh is that how you feel amanda allow me to just vehemently disagree with you for for chuckles um and and i think that unfortunately with you and i we sometimes we both come in and we're both the straight man and then the episode's not very fun like it's just yeah, we're just not we there just... <laughs> um so yeah if we have combative yeah go. we just need we just need a couple more wild cards to come in and and uh, and stir things up but i i mean like i have racked my brain that i'll tell i'll tell you what the number one reason why i've never like fully pursued that thought is because it's easy for kind of funny to do it. Cause they're, they're getting paid to do it. It's their jobs. So it's like, Hey, you got to show up for the podcast. When you ask people to do podcasts for free, you can't tell them when to show up. Right. right. Yeah. You have to, everybody just has to agree that they're going to show up. And the more people you add to that calculation, the harder that gets. And so then you end up with late episodes or episodes that don't come out at all. Right. Or, you know, like somebody who doesn't want to be there because because they don't have an incentive to be there, uh, that sort of thing. And it's like. Add, so adding more people to it was was 
never really going to work long term, I don't think, because you have to have other people who are just as dedicated to it as you are. Um, which I mean, I still don't have because I have to podcast with you, Amanda. Um, no, I mean like, and that's why we're switching things, right? Because the student bodies thing is one where we're both, I think, equally invested and we both want to do it. Um, whereas I think like thunder quack in the format that it's been is more something that like, I want to do and you show up to do it with me, uh, which for which I am very (laughs) grateful. Right. But like, but it's, but it's much more like my my speed yeah. and not yours yeah. right so yeah. um yeah so it's I, mean, like, I, I show up because i get to hang out with my friend and that has yeah, always been exactly. sort of my mandate for podcasting because i think of it as a way to connect with you and know what's happening with your family yeah. and, and hear a little cara and cassie going to bed in the background yeah. and it's just it's just like a fun way to connect and and to yeah. like we have a very weird friendship that's mostly podcast based yeah. <laughs> but it it really does sort of form the the basis of that so it's sort of a, a weird thing to be thinking about being like oh no there's an actual product that people listen to yeah. and that we have to create properly <laughs> which i never yeah. really well yeah P- patreon is what complicates it right because all of a sudden now we're in a financial transaction with 50 people and they expect a product yeah <laughs> which they are entitled to because they've given us money um, mm-hmm. And that money is required in order to run not just this podcast, but all of the podcasts on the network, right? So, um, and obviously, you know, as we always say, we're super grateful to everybody for that. Um, especially like, like, there's been like a bump in the last um, six months. Oh, nice. Which is so weird that like, that like we've bumped up and, and, uh, and, and um, we just had somebody do like an annual subscription, which I always love it when people do an annual subscription because it puts a little bit extra into the, into the account, um, which allows us to, to, to do, you know, an interesting thing here or there. So I actually, I got, I got buttons, uh, made, I, I should, I should check the shipping status of those, but, um, I'm, I got buttons made for star Wars celebration, um, to, to, to promote all of the star Wars podcasts that I don't do anymore. Um, but, uh, but the thing like rebel cells, I think, I uh, uh, Tim and Kyle, it's not Tim and Kyle, Joe and Kyle are gonna, are gonna do rebel cells without me, um, when bad no. batch comes back this summer. And then, I nice. uh, uh, we just talked in the, in the post show that we record before the show about how I will probably do three episodes for Obi-Wan. Uh, uh, that's what it, that's what that's kind of what I'm planning right now is that but mm-hmm. yeah like it, it it's not going to be like week by week uh, recaps it'll be something different but something closer to what we've done for the Marvel stuff um, for, for the the enough said the MCU stuff um, so uh, that'll be on faster more intense but um, so as much as I said I was going to retire from Star Wars podcasting it's impossible I I but I yeah, uh, how did I get onto that? Oh, uh, so so that that annual that annual subscription, I should I should shout out who did the annual subscription, but I'm only going to give your first name because I don't have permission to give you a shout out because you didn't do the thing. Dave, you know who you are, Dave, and we thank you for that because your your annual pledge is almost exactly what we needed to 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 buy these buttons. So I got um I. 
pins of the of two of the designs that i that i've done they're actually i mean like you can go on to the thunderquack store which we'd never promote but you can go on <laughs> to to uh if you go to thunderquack.com slash store uh i think uh, uh it's either that or store.thunderquack.com give them get, try both um <laughs> i uh, let, let me know what happens i think maybe i set up both of them um if I'm good at my job, like my actual day job, then <laughs> I did do that because at work I would have done that. But it's 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 very spotty when it comes to the Thunderquack stuff. I, which is our it's that's the link to our Redbubble store, and both designs are on there. So a couple of years ago, I think probably in 2018, I did the we are uh, we are the spark, yeah, I, uh, design, which I is is my favorite t-shirt design that I've ever done. I love it. Like I, and, and nobody's, I, that's not true. We've sold a couple, but very few people have bought that one. The ones that sell the most are the two, uh, Disney afternoon ones that I did for cartoon afternoon, the oh. blather and blather one sells it. That's our top seller. People love that design yeah. and, and get it on shirts and phone cases, everything. Uh, and then the, the, um, Let's get dangerous. The Darkwing Duck one, so the Gizmo Duck and Darkwing Duck. Those are our best sellers. I, uh, but the the We Are the Spark, which I'm super proud of, and it's my favorite, is like our worst. It's not our worst seller because we have designs that have never sold a single, <laughs> a single. I, uh, I love the Radical I, Raylos and the Suffers from Rayloism. I haven't paid. I'm like on the website now, being like, hey, I've got yeah. a We Are the Spark shirt. <laughs> um so so i got buttons done for we are the spark and the other one that i got done are the suffers from Rayloism one nice which was i nice. uh, something that one of one, one of my friends on twitter said uh ty said that uh from wit and folly and uh and then i i when i posted that we were doing them i i, I shouted her out as like because because um uh, marie claire from what the force was like oh it suffers from Rayloism. that's awesome and I and I was like, I can't take credit. That's like Ty said that a while mm-hmm. back, and so I made the design, and then nobody bought it. I I, but I'm making the pins, so I don't care. And then Ty was like, actually, like uh, uh, in the in the Raylo community, we refer to them as antis, which are the people who are like who spend their time on the internet just telling Raylos that they're dumb for liking uh, space wizards kissing. Um, I so it was actually it was an anti Raylo and her anti that that I uh, that said that I think to Ty like it, or, or maybe not directly to Ty but like in a video or something like that or in a comment on one of her videos on YouTube and I uh, I and she like turned it around like 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 was like no we'll just own it and I'm like oh well yeah. this is perfect then because like would you, I'm these are literally giveaways for star Wars celebration, right? Like I'm not selling nice. them. We're just, we just got them done and we're, I'm just going to give them out to people. So like, I'll have, I'll have one of each on and, uh, and, and I would like I mean, one. Like, you'll have one as well. I'm literally like thinking I might buy like a phone case or something with it on it. This yeah. is dope. Um, get a suffers from realism phone case. Yeah. So like, I'm really hoping that like, it just becomes like, I've, I, I got 50 of them done. I have a couple of friends from Twitter that I have to mail them to that it won't be a celebration that it, but it's like, but you, I know that they need this badge, but I want it. I, <laughs> I would really like for it to become a thing at cons where like people have their suffers from Rayloism 
button so that every like so that we can like see each other from across the the show floor and go like oh there's another one um uh there are more of us than there are of them but i i but i yeah so i got those done i'm super excited to have those um and i feel like like the we are the spark one it's one of those ones where like it's uh obviously you know it's like the reference to the last jedi which is you know one of the best star wars movies uh if not the best star wars movie it depends on who you talk to you know but mm-hmm. i i it depends on whether or not people have good taste <laughs> i so obviously it's the reference to that but i i almost feel like like especially i don't want to get into it we're not going to get into it i think you guys know how we feel about what is currently happening in the United States. I don't think that either one of us needs to get into the nitty gritty of, uh, yeah, yeah, of Roe v. Wade, but like, just to say that what's happening is disgusting and we are absolutely against it as are the majority of Americans, because there's just to be clear, the, the repeal of Roe v. Wade, we are vehemently against the repeal. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like the whole situation that's happening in regards to it. Um, and I have to say, being in a country right now that has very questionable human rights, it's making me be like, America, what are you doing? Anyways, we don't yeah. have to talk about it, but it's just, it yeah. hurts my heart. It was, a, yeah. it was a hard week. So I feel like, I feel like um, that pin, that design is like, like now more than ever sort of thing, mm-hmm. because I know, and mm-hmm. I, I talked about this on the discord which Amanda, we got to get you on the Discord. You have to get in oh, there. Yeah. You, I, I have you need to get to. on the Discord. Yes. I. Uh, you can just do it from your phone, right? Like it's an app. So, we'll, we'll, but we'll get you in there. But, um, I had said this on the Discord, sort of like like on the day that it happened, and and people were kind of like ah, uh, like um, like they were angry. People like a few people were like, angry and dejected and upset, whenever. And I was like, listen, like yes, right now, let's be like let's you know like deal with the emotions and just let it be what it's going to be and if if you need to take a break you need to rest then do it because there are people organizing and there are there are fights ahead in order to 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 you know like (laughs) either maintain justice (laughs) as it's meant to be uh, that precedent or to like fight to get it back right like those those opportunities are going to be there so rest up now because there are people organizing and and they're going to need support and and help and all of that sort of thing and i just feel like once again because i think i did the we are the spark design in response to one of the many things that trump did in that time period I like I'd have to I, I'd really have to go back and look at exactly when I did the design and then look at the news and be like, which one of the horrible things, which 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 race was he banning from entering America or which I, I you know, who who did he insult in a completely inappropriate manner? But I know that it was definitely because Trump did something. And then I was like, you know what, though? <laughs> like so i i and and like that was sort of our for that year that was sort of like i wanted that to kind of be like our motto um but i uh, yeah i so i'm glad that that we're i'm getting those done uh and they're they're it's like a night doing buttons is like a nice cheap in the past we've done we've actually just done t-shirts um that i gave right. out for free 
in order wow. to promote the shows, which was very expensive. Um, <laughs> and this was like, we got like a hundred buttons and it was like 60 bucks, I think. Um, so yeah, like buttons it's, are great. It's, I love buttons. Buttons are just a yeah. fun. It, and fun it's, thing. it's one part, it's one part promotion for the shows. I would even say it's a third promotion for the shows. But the other two thirds of it is that like these are actually just two Star Wars ideologies that I I want to wear on my sleeve, so to speak. Yeah. So uh, I I like I I wanted them for myself, and I just want to like spread that around. So um, I'm really excited to do that at Celebration to just sort of like anybody who asks me where I got the button, I'm going to be like right here. Here you go. Um, no. Hey, um, so I'm yep. for reals. I would like to order myself this radical realism phone case and it will deliver yeah. between the 16th and the 19th of May, which I think is before you leave. Is that before you leave? Yep. Yeah. We leave on the 22nd. Can I order it to your house and you can bring it to me so I can have it at Star Wars Celebration? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As long as, as long as it does dope. show up on time, but yeah, totally. Hopefully. I mean, I don't know if it will, but I'm going to totally yeah. just do that. That would be really dope to have phone case sweet yeah um i i said to crystal the other day that that my intention is to pack very light for disneyland so celebration yeah. yeah because i intend on buying stuff there so it's like i i'm not really happy with any of my star not i shouldn't say any of my star wars shirts i have like i think i got like three star wars shirts right now that that like that aren't you know worn out or uh uh too tight because <laughs> they've either right. shrunk over time or i have expanded or a little bit of both um but yeah like the, i've only kind of got three that i'm that i'm actually like happy with and wear on a regular basis so it's time to to re-up my star wars t-shirt collection so that nice. the plan is uh, i my plan is to get at least four i want to get i'm gonna get two Ooh. at disney um, like at Galaxy's Edge, sort of. I I don't know if they sell like actual Star Wars T-shirts inside Galaxy's Edge, or if they just sell like the costuming type stuff. But right. if not, yeah. then Tomorrowland they'll definitely have Star Wars shirts or Downtown Disney. But so I'm gonna buy a couple of T-shirts there, and then I'm gonna buy two T-shirts at Celebration from from a random kiosk or vendor or whatever. Um, um save some room for me, yeah. hey, because I have definitely <laughs> zero room because I've been. Okay. For so long, I've been I've been away for so long, and the amount yeah. of things that I am packing is just yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah it, it'll yeah I um the other thing that I'm a little bit worried about I'm not super worried because I know that other people have flown with their lightsabers, but I'm a little bit worried about going through TSA with lightsabers. Oh, so I'm kind of like, mm, should we maybe just ship some stuff back, right? Um. Um, you can, you just put it, are you bringing carry on only? Cause you can definitely pack stuff and nobody cares. Yeah. The problem is that they have batteries, right? So you can't, you can't, you're not supposed to put anything with a battery in the, uh, you can just take in, out the battery, in check can't luggage. Can't take out the I battery. think the battery's like built battery. into it. Uh, yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh, weird. I mean, I'm sure that they've dealt with nerds before. I don't want them. Uh, yeah. It, you would think so, but then also just like there's no accounting for human beings. Um, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. 
I don't know. My other plan for Disneyland is that I am really hoping because it'll be uh, within like a month of Lightyear coming out. I am really hoping that the merch is everywhere because. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I don't know about you. I I, <laughs> I presently have uh, the what this one's the XL 15. I, I which is one of they, they, they build a bunch of prototype uh, fighters, space fighter things in this movie and uh the xl15 is is the i think the coolest one so i bought the toy um but like i am beyond excited for buzz lightyear uh, or just lightyear i guess is the movie i and am that yes I really, that, that, I saw that, that, that pun yeah. was uh intended by the way that i'm beyond excited i <laughs> uh, i yeah i i the, like I think when it first, when the trailer first hit, we talked about this, that like there were people on the internet going like, who is this movie for? Like who asked for this? And it's like this guy right here, this movie is for me. I was 10 years old when Toy Story came out. And since then, which is 27 years ago, I have been asking for like, the movie that Buzz Lightyear was based on, that the toy was based on. Yeah. Like, please give me that thing. And they're like, oh yeah, sure, we will. And it's Chris Evans and Taika Waititi's oh, in it. Yeah. And yeah. he's got it, hey, you think his armor was cool, his spacesuit was cool, like in Toy Story? Well, we made it even cooler. And we gave him five spaceships in this movie. And it's like, and he has a talking robot cat. Like this this movie is 100% for me specifically like the rest of you just get to see it but but someone at pixar was like i think it's time we made a movie specifically for this one uh heterosexual cis gender white man uh, <laughs> i is it, I, I don't know maybe maybe there's a few more people like me out there that that this movie is also for but if you are asking the question who is this movie for it is it's it's me and all of the me's everywhere uh that that yeah are me and all of salivating at the idea of a real buzz lightyear story um oh my god i can't wait i'm so excited so yeah like i'm i intend on buying at least a t-shirt or i'm really hoping that there's like a hoodie or something i really want like a like a i'm sure a, there i'm sure there like a star command hoodie can't or something of the sort so with with this ship on it and yeah uh the star command logo or something i don't i don't know i don't know Hope, hopefully hopefully merch like hopefully licensing and marketing are communicating properly with the people who actually made the movie so that they're also producing the exact merchandise for the movie but which the toy licensing they did because i bought this spaceship and I bought this spaceship because it is in the exact like form factor and scale that the star micro machine star Wars action fleet, uh, which are my favorite toys of all time. It's it's, <laughs> this is exactly what they are. Like, so it's his spaceship and it, like the cockpit opens and there's like a little buzz light year, like a very tiny buzz light year figure that goes into the spaceship which they, they totally did these in the in the mid-90s for Star Wars around the time of the special edition. Um, and they're my favorite toys of all time because the one of the coolest things about Star Wars is the spaceships. So I do think that they are communicating appropriately and getting the right merch and everything um, ready for, for 
uh, huge, just massive children such as myself. Uh, <laughs> God, I, I'm so excited about this movie, Amanda. It's so funny. It's like we're in the midst of all of this Star Wars stuff happening. Like there's a Kenobi trailer and and even the MCU <laughs> stuff that's happening right now with with Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac in in MCU and and you know Doctor Strange, I I you know sequel to one of my favorite MCU movies of all time. I uh, and yet the two things that I'm the most excited about right now are Strange New Worlds, the new Star Trek show that premiered yesterday. Oh, yeah, you keep the... you keep darning out about that. Yeah, yeah. It was so good, Amanda. <laughs> I got home from Doctor Strange and did a like I had a couple of things that I had to do beforehand, but like I I I handled a few things, and then Crystal was watching Golden Girls on the big TV in the living room, and I was like, listen. I need to watch the new Star Trek show and you can stick around or you can, or you can leave, but I'm using this TV cause I want, I need to watch this show. Um, and she decided to go into the bedroom and watch. She, her response was, I just want to watch another 10 minutes. She had just finished an episode of golden girls. And then, but it was like, I want to watch another 10. I was like, you, you only want to watch another 10 minutes of golden girls. Like, that's what you want to do. I was like, go leave go i'm not i'm not gonna sit through and not sit through golden girls is a phenomenal show it's fantastic but at that point in time i understand the yes but like yeah in that moment i'm like why why do you only (laughs) want to watch the the first 10 minutes of another episode of golden girls just go watch it in the tv in the bedroom it's standard def like i need the big tv um and she was gracious and was like you yeah okay yeah i'm just gonna go get in bed i was like thank you and i watched star trek and then i was so so do i have to Sorry, Do I ahead. have to watch anything else or can I just watch um, Star Trek, the new one? I think that they give enough context in the first episode for you to understand the only thing that's really that important. That okay. said, there is an entire season of Star Trek Discovery with Christopher Pike, as well as like Spock is a is a is a big part of season two. Um of Star Trek Discovery? Of Star Trek Discovery. So that's, you oh. You need to watch season one and two of Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. And when I say okay. need, it's like, I mean, like, you're not, it's, this is not it's a fine. difficult it's just, yeah, task. Yeah. It is a very it's, good show. The first two so seasons So here's the thing. I've been really meaning good. to continue to watch. I got halfway through Star Trek Discovery and I just like yeah. haven't continued to watch it, but I will... Uh, okay, I can invest. Anyways, you can keep nerding out about about you have you, you haven't but I just you haven't gotten to the part of Star Trek Discovery in season one where it like I I know I guarantee you have not gotten to the part where all of a sudden the show turns on its head and it's a different show. It's yeah. the, it turns into the actual show, uh-huh. and it's like okay. oh cool everything else before this was kind of just like set up for this moment. Um, and then you get into like the real thing and you're like, I love you, Jason Isaac. You're amazing <laughs> and wonderful. Um, I mean, like we already Jason, all do. Jason Isaacs. I don't think yeah. I was he, is he in the whole thing? He's the captain in the first season. He's captain Lorca. Star Trek Discovery. Why did I think it was yeah, a woman? Star Trek Discovery. Is there a woman at the head? Of- uh, in the first episode. I, uh, Michelle Yeoh is yeah. Captain. Okay, maybe I've yeah, only watched Philip a few Georgia. episodes of the sh- Maybe I've only, only watched, watched a few, few episodes. episodes. You need to keep going because <laughs> okay. she dies in the first episode. That's kind of the yeah. whole thing. Is that is that yeah. Michael's decisions? Her right. her. Uh, right. 
oh, what is she? Does she commandeer this? What's it? What's it called? Her mutiny, right? Oh, I think it's a mutiny. right. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Like ends up, and then ends that's up what they're dealing with. Yeah, Giorgio mm-hmm. killed, and then and then she and she goes to prison, but then like she gets brought back onto the ship and blah blah blah. Um, and Lorca is the captain when she gotcha. when, when she's brought onto Discovery. Um, I remember. I remember, but it like you got to keep going with it because at first it's like I I will agree the first few episodes you're like what is this show it has it's got no direction it's totally aimless I do not like the lead character uh, even though she shares a name with me I I but it's <laughs> oh like gosh. which is usually so enough it's usually enough <laughs> to appeal to my ego and I'm like okay I like this one character but it's like she's very unlikable in the beginning until you start to learn why and blah blah blah. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, it takes a turn, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh my god, like this is so good, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, 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 Lucius Malfoy uh, is uh, is the captain of the ship, and uh, although I look, I knew him first as Captain Hook in uh, the, yes, in, so. in Peter Pan, right? Where you're like, am I supposed to think Captain Hook is hot? right (laughs) yeah yeah and then like and then like later as an adult i discover that like oh no oh disney got it wrong you are supposed you're you were always supposed to think that captain hook is hot like like absolutely captain hook is meant to be like i i i like like coded as like a like an almost like sexual character um because the because the original Peter Pan is about a girl go transitioning from girlhood into <laughs> womanhood, right? Yes. Uh, that's what allegorically that's what that story is about. It's written by yeah. a man, but you know, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's the nuance it's that it needs story. isn't there. It's, but it's, it's a, Wendy's story. Yeah, it's a it's Wendy's story. Yeah, and it's I mean, absolutely original, about her. The original one is called childish Peter Pan and Wendy, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> leaving around childish things and realizing that her dad is hot. There you go. <laughs> i i mean like in a you know like let's let's take it in the context in a Freudian of, when, way. <laughs> of when the yeah of when the story was i mean that was the prevailing psychology of the time right i <laughs> i yeah every every boy is attracted to their mom and every girl is attracted to their dad i yeah that that was definitely the ideology of the time but you know like i think that that's like a later thing that like came in of like the tradition of the person who who you know the father is hook and it's representative things there's a lot of metaphors going on in peter pan um but peter pan is actually the bad guy and captain hook is just uh uh, he's just there um if you really like read between the lines right like the pirates were not trying to go to neverland the pirates are stuck in neverland and they would actually like to leave yeah and but like they're just they're just pirates being pirates. They're just like doing their thing, trying to survive in this messed up, very confusing place. Because um, if you really think about Neverland, wow, it's like a metaphor for like ageism. Yeah, and oh. and then there's Peter who refuses to grow up, who just screws with them all the time. <laughs> right, like he just yep. like he's just like, hey, I don't like you guys, and they're like, but we're stuck here you can leave whenever you want. You go and you steal children, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. 
there's the whole there's the whole component of it that like oh they're the lost boys but like why are they lost are they lost because like they got lost and then peter found them and like brought them to a place where they'd be safe or does peter is peter lonely and is like just stealing children like tempting them and being like come to neverland with me and then they never go home and there are families that are like what happened to my child (laughs) right like yeah it's peter pan is actually like a very yeah Yeah. it's yeah there's a lot going on there yep anyways jason isaacs was captain hook in that in that uh and and i think the best peter pan movie that's been made what year was that a hundred percent that is the best peter pan movie that's yeah that's like 2004 i think maybe Uh, anyways it's around that time 2004 2005 if people um, haven't seen that movie, you should go see that movie. It is a it's spectacular. Oh God, it's so it's like it's pure so Peter Pan, two thousand three. Yeah, the two thousand three okay. Peter Pan is such a good movie. Yeah, um, and he's so good. He's such a good Captain Hook. Uh, so oh, like, yeah. that was the first time I ever really like took note of him. I think he maybe had probably shown up in something as like a like a guest spot or something because I think he'd done a lot of that sort of thing in the in sort of the late nineties, but that's where I took note of him from. So when he shows up in, in Harry Potter, I'm like, Oh, Captain hooks in Harry Potter. And then when he shows up in star Trek, I'm like, Oh, cool. Captain hooks in star Trek. Oh, you know, what's so upsetting. So upsetting, Michael. I'm like, you know what? I really shouldn't sexualize this like little Peter Pan. He's 33 years old. Definitely. At the time that I was watching that movie, he was the same age. Weird. That's such a weird thing in life to like be like, you know, but he, you know, what's the, actually the other unfortunate thing is that he still kind of looks the same, which is, you know, you shouldn't probably look like you're <laughs> Peter Pan, <laughs> Four, yeah. 14, Peter Pan when you're 33 years old. Yeah. But, uh, anyways. Yeah. Oh, he's in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that, that, that kid didn't have more of a moment because he was so yeah. good in it. Right. I but, mean, anyway. I will say though, there's a very specific energy you need to play Peter Pan. That's not necessarily translatable to other roles. Yeah. It's not like, great for everything. Yeah. It's not. This, it's, this and I have one. like, it's a, like, it's a thing like my buddy, you know, Andrew, anyways, <laughs> he played, he played Peter, but he has such a great Peter Pan energy. And he did, he did an awesome performance. Like he was, he played in, in like some Victoria theater that we all went across to like see him as Peter Pan. And he's so good in that role, but that yeah. energy is really hard to translate into like other things. Like you have to find the right, the right stuff for it. Yeah. And it's the... very obnoxious just in everyday life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I, I, we were talking about Star Trek and how great the new show is. And yes. Yeah. But you do. It's it, it. I think that it is better if you have the full context of 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 Pike's journey in in season two of Star Trek Discovery. But also, I think that they they do a good job in the first episode of Strange New Worlds to give you the context that you need to know where he's at mentally. But it you don't get the full context of that until about fifteen minutes in. So at first you're going to like, you're going to be asking a lot of questions. So it, right. on the one hand, it's like, you'd be starting, if you didn't have that context, you're just starting the show with a weird mystery box, which we all know how I feel about mystery boxes <laughs> in stories. I think that they're completely unnecessary and actually do more harm than good. But I, 
but it's actually it, in this instance it's a mystery box that actually just has an answer <laughs> like it's like if you want to just go watch star trek discovery it's there um yeah and i would say just watch season two but if you just jumped into season two for pike and spock you'd be missing all of the context for for michael um right so, no i need i need i need the michael yeah. like I, again i'll rewatch i'll rewatch star trek discovery i will have to say yeah. i have to say just like a shout out because i was looking up i i always like to like look at stuff i was looking at the peter pan stuff and tiger lily's played by somebody named carson gray and i was like is this person indigenous um and carson gray is canadian and from haida Gwaii, and i think that that's cool because haida Gwaii people because you had a lot of like um i think the art at your wedding was yeah Haydn inspired wasn't it yeah i don't know i feel like it's it's very much a bc based it's it's probably one of the most popular like iconographies of like yeah British Columbia indigenous experiences is Haida Gwaii and I just think that that's cool. Anyways, Carson Gray is a songstress, so if you want to listen to some awesome Haida Gwaii songstresses, you can look up Carson Gray. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I I everybody should go watch Star Trek, but that is like that and Lightyear are the things that I'm the most excited about. And there's an Obi Wan Kenobi series that's coming out, where it's like it's just <laughs> such a weird thing of like like and don't get me wrong, I am. <laughs> like i am so excited for obi-wan kenobi but it's also it's also this thing of like i'm really trying not to get my hopes up on it almost like i'm like i feel like i'm almost like there's a part of me that's just being very guarded and being like like don't like don't think that this is gonna be necessarily the best star wars thing ever maybe it is but maybe it's also just good Right. And that's okay. Like allow that to be okay. Allow, allow it to just be a fun star Wars thing, which is one of the reasons why I didn't want to podcast about it. Right. Cause it's like, cause right. that puts that mm-hmm. extra pressure on it of, well, what if it's, what if it does this one problematic thing? And then now I have to, <laughs> I have to talk for three yeah. weeks. What if, what if one of the actors turns around and says something absolutely horrendous and now I have to deal with that again. Right. Like, yeah. And the repercussions and the the domino effect, waterfall, uh, cascade of destruction <laughs> that that causes. Um, yeah. So I I but but yeah. So I think I don't know. I think with Star Wars in general, I'm just kind of at the moment. I'm a little. It's funny because we're going to Star Wars celebration. Which I'm sure will just turn me around on all of this, and by the end of that weekend, I'm going to be like just give me all star Wars, everything all the time. But, but at the <laughs> moment, I, I, I honestly, like they dropped the, the, the panel schedule, right? Like the agenda for the, for the weekend. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't really care about any of this. <laughs> like that was my, that was my initial response. And I think part of that was just me being like, it's going to be so hard to get into these panels. Right. Yeah. Like, so just, yeah decide now that it's not that big of a deal and that what's important is to hang out with friends and to like you know go like this is the thing every celebration that i've been to it is not the first force awakens trailer or getting to see footage of rogue one it's and it's not even actually in the movie but like the the teaser trailer for rogue one before anybody else or getting to see episodes of clone wars or rebels before other people which are like the big things right even even seeing george lucas on stage 
the two times that I've gotten to do that. Right. And Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and all of that stuff. Like those are all really cool experiences, but my favorite things from my, my time at celebration are like the fan panels or like the in-depth panels that are sort of off the beaten path. Like in, Mm -hmm. in, in 2010, my first celebration I went to a panel that was why we love the prequels. And it in 2010, that was not a, that was not a prevailing attitude because we were only a season into clone wars. So clone right. wars hadn't done that heavy lifting of like f- sort of ret- retconning and fixing a lot of what was wrong <laughs> with the, with episode two and three. Um, so the attitude of like, we love the prequels and prequel defense force and all of that sort of thing. Like that didn't exist yet. Uh, so I went to that panel and it was like, yeah, like we, like I do love the prequels. <laughs> and then I came home and got in a lot of fights with friends because they were like, <laughs> but they suck. And I was like, no, actually it's just you that sucks because you don't like fun or enjoying things or deep storytelling. You just want it to be spoon fed to you. And then they get mad at you when you say that. I don't know why, but I, I anyways, it's just the truth. I and then in 2015, my favorite panel was I the we went uh, Matt and I went to Matt Campbell and I went to a panel that Joel Aaron was doing. Joel Aaron is the cinematographer. Uh, uh, he's like the DP on the animated stuff, and he did like a breakdown. I think this was right after season four or five of the Clone Wars, and he was doing like shot by shot breakdowns of the most complicated stuff they had done that season. Um, And like going through like the technical components of like, this is, this is what was written on the page. This is what George had said. This is what Dave Filoni had said. Like, like these are the feelings that we're going for. So we went back to this source material, whether it's like, you know, Kurosawa or, uh, you know, like some like a spaghetti western or like whatever the inspiration was. And he'd be like, so we pulled this up and we looked at the color tones of this and we looked at what lenses they were using. And then we had to go in and we had to develop like digital lenses in order to replicate that. We had to figure out how to do this kind of lighting, which we've never done before. And so you can see in this scene, the reason why it looks the way that it does is because this is the first time we ever did this one thing or smoke or fire. Like, and he just went through all of this stuff for the animation where it was like, it like blew my mind of how much time and, and attention was going into it. Um, not that we didn't like already know that, but it was like to, but to hear the guy responsible for it, like talk about it, it was like one of the best film school classes that I've ever been to in my life. So nice, it's like, I was nice. trying to kind of look at it and go like, that's the, like, how do I find those panels? I want to find one of those panels. So that's, that was sort of my priority. Um, and then Disney sent me an email and said, Hey, we're inviting you specifically Michael Cohen to uh, all of the big panels. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, I, I, cause I'm, I'm, I'm on a list because I've been podcasting about star Wars for 14 years. So <laughs> that could be, that could be taken either way though. You're like, you're on a list. <laughs> yeah. List. It, yeah it, you. it probably is. Uh, I, I am probably also on that list of like, <laughs> yeah, don't let this guy to too close to you and McGregor. All right. Like <laughs> just keep an eye on him. 
Um, he said some things online. They're troubling, you know. Uh, we're just lucky that Oscar Isaac's not going to be here this year. Uh, I, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so I don't know. Like, so my, my, my approach has changed now. But I, but, but, at, but, at, but, at, but at, when that first had, had dropped, I was like, whatever i don't even care about the big panels and now i'm like i definitely care about the big panels because i get to be in them but i i it's funny how you're complete like just just that that internal voice that's like you're never gonna get into it so just start bad talking them now yeah, start start like hating it now so that you don't feel yeah. like disappointed later yeah yeah exactly just like which is just your 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 subconscious trying to protect you from heartbreak <laughs> but um but it's okay everything's fine it's uh, everything has worked out um but yeah but i do still want to find that panel so if anybody else is going to celebration and thinks they know what that panel is because i didn't have a plan to go to that that animation one that that one with joel aaron and i th- think it might have been matt campbell who was like hey let's go to this one like i think we should go check this out um and and then we went to it and and the two of us like sat in it like salivating almost um but yeah i i yeah and you're just gonna hang out with the kids and do basically i would like to buy a lot of things i really my favorite (laughs) thing about cons is walking to all the tables and finding the best things like I just, I absolutely, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite. I'm, I'm yeah. really pleased that I've been able to pay you for so much stuff up front, so that then it's like I didn't pay any money by the time I get there, yeah. and I can then reset my budget based on what I want to buy. So, yeah. But anyways, it, yeah. Again, it, I can't yeah. take, I can't, I have, I have no room in my bag. I can't. Want to pay? For <laughs> we'll figure it out. Bag. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get, we'll get, the, we'll get the stuff home one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna buy. I'm so excited to buy some Mickey ears, because I'm sad I have Mickey ears at home. But then you were like, just buy new Mickey ears, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna buy Star Wars Mickey ears because I was yeah. thinking about getting Star Wars Mickey ears last time I was there, and instead I got Princess Mickey ears, and so now I just have to lean in and get Star Wars Mickey ears. So I love. I love that. Like your thought process initially was like, but I already have Mickey ears. And it was like, have you not considered that Disney has already thought about the fact that you already have Mickey ears and they have, they put out new Mickey ears like every month. (laughs) So, and usually they're actually mini ears because they got the bow and all that. Because you're talking about the headband, right? I am. Yeah. I'm talking about the headband. Yeah. 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 So you're actually, you're technically talking about mini ears because Mickey ears is when it's the cap with the ears. Uh, Although they do make mini mouse versions of those, but but when we talk about mickey ears that's generally what we mean as uh disney parks enthusiasts Uh, very good well i'm excited i'm excited to see what it is that cara and cassie want while they're there because what i intend to be able to do is like there's going to be something where you guys are like you girls just do not need this and i get to come in and be the fun aunt and be like you know what i know you don't need it girls but you can have it anyway (laughs) good yeah i'm excited i'm excited to buy them useless stuff that they never will use again i'm really good at saying no to stuff so that that works for me um actually that's not even that's not remotely true (laughs) today we we went out for dinner tonight with my mom for her birthday and i i knowing that we were going to a restaurant and that we were going to be sitting and waiting for food and what that is usually like 
I was like, well, we're at the mall because we were at the mall to get something for my mom. I, and I, so I was like, okay, let's go to the Toys R Us and went and just like bought new toys for them for a, a little expansion nice. type things for their Gabby's dollhouse. Any other parents nice. who have kids uh, around the same age will know Gabby's dollhouse on Netflix. Um, Cause they have the dollhouse. They got it for Christmas. Uh, but then you got to populate the dollhouse with all the stuff that goes in the dollhouse. Right. And all the little characters and stuff from the show. Of so, course. Of course. so it was like, okay, I'm going to buy, they've been wanting these there. It's a little pack where like, you can see one of the figures and then there's a little, there's a little case. There's like these little boxes in the shape of a cat head that open up. And there's, there's some, there's an accessory inside of those, or as Kara calls them, accessories. I, oh no! She's she's looking at the box and she's like she's like because she's trying to figure out what's inside these things because it's the little it's this little little cat box and you don't know what's inside it it's a mystery and then there's also like a little closet that has a mystery figure in it so it's like oh you know what one of the three things is but then then you don't know what these other two things are and she's looking at it and she's looking and looking and she can't read it right so she can't just read that it says like there's a mystery figure and then an accessory and she's looking and looking and looking and she goes i think i know what's in here and i was like what expecting her to be like oh because it's gabby girl which is gabby when she's dressed up as a superhero i then it's like she knows she's got a guess at what other characters are in it right what what the other figurine is yeah and maybe what the accessory is and she like specifically what the accessory is right and she goes i think it's a successory and i'm like the word is accessory katakara and she's like oh yeah an accessory i think it's i think it's accessory and I was like, accessories are, that's like a category of things. It's not a specific thing. <laughs> and it was, there was a lot of learning going on there, but, um, but I got one for each of them so that they could have a toy Aww. to play with at the table so that I wouldn't um, lose my mind with them playing with <laughs> silverware or tearing up a napkin or doing the things yeah. that two and five-year-olds do when they are left to their <laughs> own devices. <laughs> But oh yeah. dear! So I, I just, I will just spend money. Uh, Ill advised. Your life right? easier. Like def- <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely, money I shouldn't oh, be yeah. spent. I shouldn't be buying them toys two weeks before we go to Disneyland. But <laughs> I'm bad at parenting. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, I just, I just, you know, Aww. they're spoiled Aww. brats. And then Cassie wakes up and is like, I'm not tired. And you're like, yeah, but you got to go to bed. So she just screams at the top of her lungs. So that's how she solves that problem. And you're like, hmm. Okay. I will say as somebody who was raised a spoiled brat, there are worse things to be raised as. So I think you're doing a great job. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I have definitely said (laughs) to Crystal, (laughs) I've, I've definitely said to Crystal, uh, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. I, Do you want to them to you, grow Amanda. up to be like Amanda? I've definitely said like, well, you want them to grow up like Amanda? Because <laughs> I remember I remember a conversation that we had at one point. I don't remember what, what got us onto the subject. It was after recording an episode of Quiver or something one night. And, and the three of us were sitting around talking. And you were talking about something. I think it might have been about junk food or something like that. 
And you were, you were just like, you said something along the lines of like, and I just, I just refused to deny myself that like, like sort of like, like, like as it, like, as if it like, wasn't a big deal that you were like, basically being like, I just have, I have, I'm entitled and I have privilege and I'm just going to eat junk food and I don't care what anybody says about it. And it was very <laughs> like, I like. I can remember talking to Crystal about it and being like, that is, that is because of the way that Amanda was raised. (laughs) That is very different (laughs) from the way that I was raised. I have a lot more shame around my junk food eating because it's a (laughs) lot more like, like, you know, uh, Hey, what are you doing? Like, don't, don't touch that or no, you can't have more candy. Um, So for me, every, every time I eat a cookie, it's like, it's like I'm doing something. I'm breaking a rule. Um, but then I'm also like getting gratification out of that because it's like, you can't stop me now. Right. And that's... my, my parents, my parents feel very guilty because we ate a lot <laughs> and still do. And I, like, I will say like, yeah. we're, we're not necessarily the healthiest family, but for me to not have guilt around food and to look at society and realize how much guilt there is around food. Yeah. I, I, I consider that a privilege in how I was raised that yeah. I'm very grateful for that, that I was never <laughs> shamed for the food that I ate. And I also could access food. No matter, like I remember it being a thing being like, no, you can't, you have to choose between the Dunkaroos or the Gushers. You can't have both instead of not getting any treats. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, but it is, it is, a, there's a, there's a privilege in that, that I think, I mean, I mean, it, it depends. Everybody has a different life experience, but I'm very grateful for the way that I was raised because ultimately I think that it's made me who I am today. And yeah, I, it's, I, you know, it's, like it's it. one of those things where I think that we can, we can make fun of it because it's like, well, you, you know that I wouldn't hang out with you. I certainly wouldn't do a podcast yeah. with you <laughs> if I didn't think that you were a worthwhile human being, but that's not going to stop me from taking you down a peg uh, <laughs> when the opportunity arises. <laughs> Or using you as an example of like, now that's what a spoiled brat the, looks like. A cautionary like, tale. If yeah, you like, like, because because everybody knows what a spoiled brat looks like when they're seven, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's like it's very rare to see what a spoiled brat looks like when they're still a spoiled brat in their twenties, and oh, yeah. and I think in your twenty, I think you've definitely matured a lot in the last like five or six years, but um, but but in your twenties, you know, you were still you were still pretty oh, spoiled. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. It's an ongoing, Um, it's an, the thing is, the thing is that sort of like undermines it is that like, I know that, I know that definitely I've been dealing with a lot of family stuff this week. Um, and anyways, I've been thinking about my extended family a lot and there's definitely always been a thing where we, um, me and my sister are really looked at as, as these sort of like spoiled kids (laughs) that nobody really takes seriously, but because we both have maintained our, like who we are and, and have worked really hard to to like at our jobs and at what we like yeah. and like my sister has a house and she has a good job and I really love what I do and I'm proud of it. I think people start to realize they're like, well, you know what? There are worse things to be than spoiled. <laughs> yeah. and so yeah. like, it's, it's yeah. kind of, it's a thing that I, like I fully come to realize in my adulthood where I'm like, you know, it could have gone one way or another. And I think that there's definitely, you know, you grow and you mature, but I fully support you buying yeah. your kids toys if you can. Cause <laughs> They'll remember that their dad was there for them to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> Silly garbage. Well, they, they got to eat dinner with their grandma for her birthday. So 
it's a very lovely thing that you're able they're to also, do. They're, they're also, like, they, they're very fortunate in the fact that, like, if I start a set of something, then, like, my brain is like, well, then you must continue. <laughs> yeah, and so for them it's like well you have I like what did i say it's like well we bought them the dollhouse <laughs> so you need the accessories so like you need everything that goes inside the dollhouse right the <laughs> thing that, that drives me nuts is that like the way that the dollhouse works is that there are specific rooms there's i think six spots on it so there are six rooms that you buy separate from the dollhouse and like it's when you buy the dollhouse, you open it up and it's like there's a little picture of like what goes in that room. So like because in the episodes mm-hmm. or whatever, there's the different rooms of the dollhouse. One's like the craft room and one's the room where they go and they do their little baking things. And one's the room where they go and they have their uh, like exercise playtime stuff. Right. Like like the, each each room in the house has like a purpose. Um, and and when you buy the dollhouse by itself, it it still has like the little things like the the little decorations or whatever to point out which rooms they are. But I, I think there's six on the inside of the dollhouse, but then like the door, like the front that opens up into two pieces has like these parts where you can put another six rooms. So you can basically add six more rooms to it. So it's not like you buy it and it's like you bought the dollhouse, but there's nothing in the dollhouse, right? It comes with enough stuff for them to right. play. But for me, it's like, like, I want them to have all six of the rooms for the dollhouse, right? Like, I want it to be complete because it has slots for them to go into. It's like buying four out of the five dinosaurs. You you can never make the Megazord. And what kind of a life is that? Right? Which is why as an adult, I... Yeah, I've bought myself a Megazord that breaks apart into the individual swords <laughs> so that I can do that and be like, yes, my life is now complete and has meaning. Um, so for them, it's like, it, like, what the thing is, is that, and I'm guessing probably because of supply chain stuff, just like everything else in life right now, um, the, the, the dollhouse rooms are nowhere to be seen we bought the dollhouse and then like a week or two after Christmas, crystal saw the rooms and bought two. I think we have two of them, maybe three. Um, and then they were like put away and car had to do chores and stuff to earn them. Uh, she wasn't just given them, you know, two weeks after Christmas here, have another $50 <laughs> worth of toys on top of everything else you got. Um, but I, I, she bought those and we haven't seen them since. So it's like, well, thank God she got them when she did. But now it's even worse because yeah. now it's like, well, there's a couple in there. <laughs> if there had been never oh, been any, yeah. then it's like, well, whatever. I guess that's the way it goes. But now that there's like a couple, it's like we require the rest. We, we absolutely <laughs> need the rest. Um, it's like it really bugs me that in Canada, I, or not even in Canada, because we got, we got our Bluey toys from a friend that was in australia he's still in australia but uh at the time this was like two years ago because this was like right when bluey came out and nobody even really knew what it was yet it was just this random thing that if you found it on disney plus you knew what it was um and it hadn't like blown up uh on on disney junior i think or maybe it's disney Ch- i can't remember i think it's on disney junior but i i so I, I knew that there were toys for Bluey, but they didn't have them in North America yet. They were only available in Australia. 
but thankfully I had somebody in Australia that I could send to the store. Uh, and, and, and Wilston went and got a, like a whole bunch of bluey stuff for them, uh, for Christmas, uh, uh, that was magic, right? Because they didn't even know that bluey toys existed. So right. it was like, yeah. they opened these things on Christmas morning. It was like, yeah, like, uh, I, I, these these were obviously made by elves because they're not in the store it's one of those great things of like yeah, oh, that's like so those cool. this yeah. one opportunity right um and uh so we got you know these these certain ones so that they kind of had the full so they had uh like at least bluey and bingo and then some of the other characters and one of the things that we we got was the car but then when the toys came to north america they did the car now with their they have like a, a like a camper trailer in in, in Australia they call them caravans but like like a like a like right. a trailer uh, for camping right um and the thing is is that the that set comes with it's the only one that comes with this specific character Jean-Luc who's from my favorite episode of Bluey because uh. if, I've talked about Bluey before it's such a good show and I love it so much and I have an absolute favorite episode and and in it Bluey meets this uh, uh, another kid Jean-Luc who is a, a dog he's from Canada he's French Canadian and nice. they don't nice. they can't speak to each other because because John Luke only speaks French and she speaks English. And so there's like a, like they don't, they, the language barrier is there, but they play together anyways. And it's, it's an awesome episode, but the only way to get the Jean Luke figure is with this camper caravan set that all that comes with the car. Um, But we already have the car and it just, it, it, it's something that will just, it's going to bother me forever. Cause I want that one little, character figure but uh it's very inconsequential in the grand scheme of things but these are the things that you get to worry about when you have privilege so <laughs> there you go yeah yep. uh and here we thought we had no topic and we had nothing to talk know. about but we had lots there to talk know. about I, before before we end because i've talked so much this episode I want you to tell me what the things are. Also, because I just need this information to okay. prepare in advance. What are the things that you want to do at Disneyland the most? And I know, like you've said, like oh. that you're a tag along that like you're just along for the ride. But I want to make sure that we do like, like, give me like your top three things at Disneyland okay. and California Adventure that you need to do. I'm so excited. So because I've had extraordinary Disneyland experiences, I am quite satisfied that I have done all the things that were there in 2019 and before. Definitely, I want whatever the Star Wars ride is that I didn't do the first time. So I did the Smuggler's Run, I think, is, yeah, you did is the, the one that I did so, do. Yeah, it, yeah. I would like to do the other one, but obviously Smuggler's Run as well, because when I did that one, I did Fast Pass. And it's just not the same when because you always get the sixth seat if you're Fast Pass. And I want to be, I want to try a different way to like, no, you single time. rider, you mean. You did single rider. Yeah, single I did single rider. Yeah, single yeah. rider, not fast yeah. pass. Anyways, I'd like to do those ones again. Space Mountain is always fun. And same with um uh the Indiana Jones ride and the um Pirates of the Caribbean ride are just like classics. But um the I don't necessarily have to do those. I'm pretty sure the Indiana Jones ride threw out my back and it's never been the same since because I'm an old lady. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and then um, I really want to have a mint julep and a beignet in uh, the um, yeah New Orleans in, in Square. New Orleans Square. Square. Yeah. yeah, that okay. those were like my favorite things before. And I haven't been to adventure like California Adventure in many years. Like the last time I went there was the like eons ago, and so I haven't seen any of the adventure stuff. So that would be totally on my yeah. radar for something to see. I well, like okay, to see the- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because uh, I'm gonna, I think probably like rock your world on this one. Whoa. That like you haven't been to California Adventure then, right? I mean, that's it, fair. Like, I because the, I the last you. time that you went, yeah. you were a kid, right? That's what. No, we're no, 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 about, no. We went. I went. So me and my friends took a road trip down to the states. Uh, but I want to say it was like in. Like when I was like 30 or less, like 20, 26 or something, maybe. But we, we dominated. We went, we did all, we did a full day at California Adventure and then we spent the 4th of July in Disneyland and it was one of the best days ever. Okay. But we did an entire day in California Adventure and we did everything. Like we saw the Aladdin show and we did all the stuff, but it was a day that we sort of split up and did our own stuff and just like went through different things. So I did before, do California Adventures. Was it before, before Cars Land? Adventures. It, no, Cars Land was there. Oh, but okay, I didn't okay. go, we didn't go on the cars ride because of the line it was ridiculous. And yeah. we were like, you know what? We don't need to do this. Okay. So when you're saying Radiator Springs is worth going to, like the cars land was really cool. Like walking through Radiator Springs yeah. was really interesting, yeah. but we didn't actually do the cars ride. So I would do that. Had, had the, the boardwalk area been renamed uh, Pixar Pier yet? Oh, I do not know. I don't know. think so. I don't think I don't think so because Pixar wasn't no there wasn't a huge Pixar presence so that would be so I didn't know that that existed so basically the way that it works now is that like and and this is even since the last time that I've been Disneyland is classic Disney right Mm -hmm. with classic Disneyland because there's certain things that are just Disneyland like Space Mountain and the Matterhorn and the you know, oh, and like, Jungle like Cruise and Jungle yeah. Cruise, right? That are like Disneyland yeah. staples, right? But yeah. so it's like that plus Star Wars now, right? Yeah, and 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 a and a few other things sort of thrown in, right? Like there is mm-hmm. there is Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, but that's really the only Pixar thing that's on that side. It's yeah. mostly classic Disney and like like Disney animation stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And and the Star Wars stuff, and then you go over to California Adventure, and now. California Adventure is primarily Pixar. Like that's the majority of that park. It's basically Pixar Park because uh you've got Cars Land, you've got uh Pixar Pier which is like the, the uh, Midway Mania, the, the Toy Story Midway Mania and then a bunch of the other stuff has been sort of rethemed to be more Pixar. They rethemed the the uh uh California Screamin', which was the is I mean it is the same ride. They all they did was change the theme and put some different audio cues and stuff in it. Yeah. But the yeah. roller coaster that does the loop, is. right? They they yeah. turned that one into the Incredicoaster. So it's it's Incredibles oh, themed. Okay. Um Yeah, a couple other things changed, like the like Goofy Sky School left, and now that's the little mermaid ride. That's so that's like Ooh, one fun. of the only classic Disney things that's on that side. I would totally do that. Little mermaid. Yeah. And and then and now obviously since I've been is the Avengers campus stuff. So it's like Disneyland side is is Star Wars territory and California Adventure side is is uh Marvel territory. So 
Okay. All the all, all right. the cool Marvel stuff is on is on the California Adventure side. Nice. Um, yeah, and they and the Muppets thing I think has been replaced with Philhar Magic, which is a thing from Florida. But uh, but Philhar Magic is down while we're there. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, unfortunately, is down while we're there. Uh, I know it's a real bummer. I uh, because that's obviously one of the best things, and and Cara wasn't big enough last time, and she's big enough this time to go on it. So I was really looking forward to that. But, oh, you know what I didn't get to go on is the the um the um the uh, the the coaster that's not the Matterhorn and not Space Mountain, but the one with the the red rocks, big, the big one Thunder in the Mountain. desert, Big Thunder Mountain. That was yeah. closed when I was there, so I'd like to okay. go on Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain's yeah. a good one. The thing about nice. Big yeah. Thunder is it is a fast queue. It's like like I I I think nice. because it's a short ish ride, but it's a good ride even though it's short. Um, yeah. But it and it and it doesn't break down very often. It's pretty reliable. So uh, it's like Matterhorn is fast, but Matterhorn breaks down all the time and is often under refurbishment. I am crossing my fingers. It is not scheduled for refurbishment while we're there. The last two times I was at Disneyland, it was scheduled. It was under scheduled refurbishment. It is like, this is the thing is that the Matterhorn is my favorite ride at Disneyland because oh, when nice. you're at the top of the Matterhorn, you see the whole park. Right. Oh. And like that view, one to I ride, that. ride by yourself. I think the, the Matterhorn was one of the ones that was totally fine for me to do single rider and like feel good. About yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. Cause Just it's like the bobsled, sled, right? You, you're yeah. not really, you're yeah. not sitting next to anybody anyways. And it's, yeah. it's like you get on it and the longest part of the ride is going up it at the beginning. And then like, yeah. once you hit the top, yeah. it's like, you're at the bottom. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. but, uh, because it's one of the older rides, it, 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 it's got issues. Uh, Indiana Jones is the worst yeah. for breakdowns, uh, in the whole park, but, but Matterhorn yeah. is like right after it. And those are my top two rides, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, but big thunder is great. Cause it's like, it's, it's a, it, there's, there's very rarely a long line for big thunder. The park would have to nice. be really, really full for there to be a big line for, for that ride. Yeah. Um, so we will definitely do that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like it's everything that you listed are just things mm-hmm. that are on the list by default. I mean, the first oh, thing yeah. that we they do when we get into the park is go and get beignets so that we have them. Oh. <laughs> like nice. I get the I get the big bag like like nice. If, nice. people who wait in that lineup and then get three beignets. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> get six. You're going to finish those three and be like, I really wish we had another three beignets. So like, and now like with the, that's when it was just Crystal and I, and like, it's going to be the whole, you know, five of us. It's like, no, we got to get 12. I'm going to get two beignets. I have so many beignets. So many beignets. I'm I'm trying really hard not to eat junk food right now so that I can just So that you can eat it all. Crazy while we're there. I'm excited for like the food is just having the fun like Disney themed food. Like yeah. we had these burgers that were so underwhelming, but they were cool and in the shape of goofy and I am here for yeah. it. So, yeah. Well then uh, we should, we should definitely have lunch one of the days in Avengers campus because oh. there's the, uh, yes. it's like Pim's something or other, but it's all, yeah. all of the food is themed is like Ant-Man themed. So it's like, nice everything's like either it's like big or small like it's like they take a a big thing and make it smaller or a small thing and make it really big Uh, amazing yeah so it's all it's all funny it's all funny joke foods 
Nice. Um, yeah. Cool. 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 Well, here's hope. I, here's hoping I'll be awake when I arrive the first day. Yeah. It'll be. Cool. I, I'll tell you the one of the things that I I really hope Ant Man's walking around when we when we go, and I really hope that he has this prop because Avengers Campus took over the spot where Bugs Land used to be. Um, oh. I, which like Bugs Land was, was great. It was, it was fun. It was for the little kids, but it was, it was yeah. great. It was a really cool little area. Cause you walk into it and it's like, you're, you're the size of a bug is neat. Um, and a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for Bugs Land. I, but it got demolished presumably, I, in order mm-hmm. to build Avengers campus, which is a much more marketable, thing that's going to sell some tickets rather than bugs the pixar movie that everybody forgets about i which is unfortunate i think bug, a bug's, a, life. A bug's life bug's life is Excuse great you i love a sorry bug's life. <laughs> i but i ant-man has bugs land he like oh. so the the story within the park if you talk to Ant-Man about oh. it is that like when they, they were like, Oh, we need to make room for Avengers campus. So they brought in some pim particles and they shrunk Amazing. bugs Amazing. land down. And he's got it like in a little like jar sort of thing. Oh, and he's like, so yeah, cool. it's great. I can go in there whenever I want. <laughs> like I can, I can <laughs> nice. ride the, but the caterpillar guy. Well, I can't remember the caterpillar guy's name right now, but um, yeah, he's like, I can ride that whenever I want. And it's like, it, I saw a video of it and I was like, I, it, it made me so happy because the thing that I think a lot of people worry about with the star Wars and Marvel stuff is like, well, this isn't Disney stuff. So like, how does it fit into the theme park? Right. Because Disney has a certain magic about it. Right. And, and a lot of the Pixar stuff works for that, but does Marvel work for that? And then to see that they did that, that like that one of the Imagineers was like, hey, what if we made a really like tiny model of Bugs Land so that Ant-Man could be like, look, I shrunk it. And now it's the size like now it's the real size that it's supposed to be um, like yeah. the grass blades are the size of a grass blade sort of thing. Uh, and it's like it just the fact that they that that magic like the Disney parks Imagineering magic has just been applied to marvel and star wars makes me so happy uh so i can't wait i can't it's gonna wait. be so good it's gonna be so good yeah it's gonna be great now we just have to i uh, uh, hope that it is not a ridiculous feat to get Kara's passport because it hasn't arrived yet so oh yeah whew, uh yeah that's that's the Here's stressful hoping. thing that i a year is shaved off of my life every time i think about it oh, but no, no, um no no I'm we'll hoping that I can get there. Fine. We'll... I've got to deal with getting through. I, I hope that there's no restrictions on coming from Vietnam to yeah. California. So we'll see how that works. Yeah. That'll be good. Cool. All right. Well, we did it. That's it. We did it. So much podcasting. I'm so sorry. So late there. No, it's all good. I'm gonna. That... I'm just going to start my day. That was that was the, the last episode. Uh, the last, yeah. like, regular we will never do this ever again (laughs) okay okay sure we'll understand that (laughs) it's important um no it's really it doesn't matter it's it it only matters to like six people uh and they're all in the discord and they'll all say it matters to me and i'll be like yeah i know it matters to you you don't need to talk to them on the discord it'll be good i'll add myself to i'll figure out a way to get on this discord yeah Uh, i cool 
Um, if you're listening to this on Patreon, uh, we will have office hours in like a week and a half. Uh, it'll be the last thing that I do before really like going to celebration. Um, we're going to Disneyland um, is on the Friday. That's the plan. I uh, so that is what that's the nine, the twentieth. Yeah, so we'll have we'll have office hours on the twentieth. If you're listening to this, if you're a freeloader that just gets the episode when it comes out <laughs> on podcast services, then that's next week. That's a that's a week from from today from the Friday. But uh, yeah, that's it. And then the next episode after that will be it'll come out whenever it comes out because uh i'm definitely not we're not recording recording on the 23rd but we will start having conversations we'll be recording like the whole week i think and then i'll splice it all together so you guys will get it at some point in the first like week or two of june um and uh and then and then i think officially i think what we'll do is we'll take like two weeks off and then and then start in on the new show good idea but, i'm uh, gonna need my brain to reset a little bit to yeah. get back into yeah. the groove of being back yeah it's gonna be exciting it's i'm really looking forward to you being jet lagged and on a different oh, time zone while i'm gonna be Disney so movie. it it kicks my butt coming back the other way and i just yeah i have to get off the plane after two and a half months in asia go to the hotel drop off my bags and go to disneyland immediately Michael, <laughs> yeah, I am gonna be a hot mess. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, gonna we're fun. gonna like, like listen, like you just you just like be texting me and keeping yeah. me like in the loop, yeah. and yeah. I will make cool. sure that when we meet up with you, I will have a mint julep and a beignet oh. for you. Oh so my gosh, I that just I, almost I made me cry. I promise so you that I'll make sure that that happens. <laughs> So it, I don't care what time it is. Like if it's, if it's like <laughs> nine o'clock at night and you're yeah, rolling in, yeah, it's like, yeah, here you yeah. go. Um, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. hope it's going to be pretty reasonable. Like I'm hoping that I'll, I mean, I need to, I'll need to go and I'll need to shower and I'll need to get ready, but I'm hoping that I'll be able to see you guys by like before yeah. dinner time so that we can like go and I can eat. Like, at least it's like, you know, I got to eat anyways. It'll keep me up. I'll come. I'll have a good dinner and then I'll, and then hopefully little Cassie will be like, I'm tired and like to go home. And I'll be like, oh, I got you girl. Let's go. <laughs> you guys can go crash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we'll see. Cool. Okay. Cool. Well, right. uh, I, I'll see you soon. I mean, yeah. I mean, we won't yeah. talk until Disneyland. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll talk over text or whatever, but I'll yeah. see you in Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> to see the girls. Yeah. That'd be so good. Wow, that's such a surreal thing. Yeah, I'll see you in Disneyland. Yeah. Hopefully my phone case arrives. Yeah. And I can get it. It'll be sweet. Star Wars Cel- I keep forgetting that we're also doing Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> it's it's going to be just yeah. a bananas week. Because, you know, cons are, cons are a lot. There's a, a lot, lot going on. It's going to be so It's going to be so much. It's going to be a bananas week. Anyways, yeah. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Cool. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands and be kind to one another. Bum, 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 bum. The end. Follow the Thunderquack Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching the Thunderquack Podcast. 
You can support us in three ways. First, by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review. Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access and extended episodes. The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of thunderquack.com. Head to thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.